Hello. Hello. Happy Monday. Um, today, I'm going to actually try to keep it pretty short. I am so excited for this cooking live we have after here. I hope you guys can tune in. But if not, you're tuning in live now to the Zoom. I am so excited to have you, of course. Um, I really wanted, you know, at first I thought maybe I'll do something cooking related since I'll be cooking after this. But I feel like this talk needs to be something we have recorded <laughs> that we can reflect back on. So I'm pumped, even more pumped than usual. Um, as you can see, in good ADHD fashion, the Christmas tree is still up, even though it is Valentine's Day tomorrow, but that's okay. It's festive and I'm feeling great about it. Today, we're going to talk about getting started with shit, all right? It is, I don't know about you, tell me in the chat. When it comes to how you go through your day-to-day, -day, is the getting started with things not like the most annoying part of it all? Tell me in the chat, what are your thoughts on beginning a task? It's the worst. And there's a few reasons I'm going to go over as to why that is. There's a few tasks I'm going to give you throughout this. Um, and my goal for you guys is to write it down, keep notes today, because I'm going to try not to overload you. But like I said, I love this topic. So keep notes today. I'm going to give you a couple of tasks. Um, and I want you to just pick one to try. That's all. Just pick one to focus on. If you forget about it and remember it at the end of the week, great. Do it then, you know, but whatever it is, try it and then tell me your thoughts. Okay. So let's get into it. Some of you guys who are watching now, some of you who are listening, whatever, after the fact, might have ADHD. You might be neurodivergent. You might not. You might not know if you are, but I want you to keep an over an open mind with this because stressed people can still have a hard time with this, even if it isn't, let's say, like a constant roadblock of yours. Okay. So I, I wanted to start my notes. I have so much to say on this topic and in typical ADHD fashion, hence today's topic itself. I was like, where do I start? So I said, let me just list out if I had to imagine an ADHD spiral day, I'm going to list it out until I feel like I reach the, bo the bottleneck part. Okay. And what I have listed, tell me if you guys relate to this, this hypothetical day, wake up, feel behind, but still sluggish. So you wake up feeling like, oh shit, I have so much to do, but you're still like, I feel sluggish as hell. I don't want to move. Right. Get ready for get ready, but do the bare minimum because again, sluggish. Um, nothing sounds good to eat. You think of breakfast once, everything sounds like it'll be too much time, even if it takes two seconds, but it just feels impossible. You are now caught in the tornado that gets you out the door. So you're like, I'll get something on the way to work. You'll make some some bullshit, like, I'll do this, I'll make sure to do this. And then wouldn't you know it, you're at your desk. Um and either if you do pick up something on the way, it's typically not something that is all that great for the hormone aspect of things. Still fed is best, but that's usually part of the whole tailspin, right? Like, oh, I didn't want to do that, right? And yet you did. Um, get to work feeling flustered on what to do, feeling like you have so much to do that you kind of just, it's like, it's like watching a video of someone sitting down on fast forward. You're like just sitting there and it's just like time's passing. And then, but you're thinking of all the things you have to do. You might even semi think to start five different things, but until your first actual appointment of the day happens where you have to be somewhere at a certain time, it's like a cluster of what, how do I make today efficient? What am I behind on? Who relates to that scenario? Who relates to that day? 
Let me check the chat. I see you guys saying, yep, procrastination, the literal worst part of doing anything, even the worst part of going out, starting to get ready to go out, just figuring out that time to be like, here's when I jump in, right? Um, every day, literally every fucking day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the freaking spiral. It's like a carousel from hell, right? So even if, but here's the thing, even if you had time, this is where the mindset creeps into it. And it's not, it's not intentional, you know, our brains work, but even if you had the time, you wouldn't feel like you had the time physically because it would just be a clusterfuck of everything you could be doing or that hasn't been done or that needs to get done that everything kind of just blends in and everything feels urgent. And you're like, ah, what do I do? I can't move, you know? Um, so I have it written here. Like I said before, I'm going to give you guys a couple tasks, right? So when the brain tornado starts and you don't know what to do, even if you think a list is going to be your savior, I'm going to explain why, but don't do it <laughs> because how many times I know I used to do this all the time. I have notebooks full of lists, the same goddamn list every day with maybe a little bit different. You know, um, and then I would just add to it and I would forget that list exists. And I'm in, I'm overwhelmed today. Time for a new list. And it just, it, it continued to perpetuate this feeling of I'm never going to be done trying to catch up. Even though in the moment I'm like, yep, got it. Going to make a list. Going to make sure I got everything on it. Can't forget this. Can't forget that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm so organized. I have 17 different lists. I have a play by play of how to fucking exhale and inhale. I've written it all down. Okay, I forgot to put in, I have to pee. Okay, I'm gonna put in pee. All right, I got it all down. I made a list. The problem is in execution. Our problem is not in problem analysis. Our problem is not in figuring out solutions. We're actually, I would say, if you really thought about it, you're probably a pretty good problem solver when you're faced with the problem that you have to solve. And that's because it's the execution part. When that is open-ended, and it's that initiation of the task, that's where that open-endedness gets us stuck. But it's not that we're just like, you know, lumps on a log where we can't do shit. It's just that initial, initial part. So when we make a list in the moment, we feel really in control. We're doing something productive. We're focusing on what we have to do. I'm air quoting to those on Spotify, you know, but at the end of the day, it just, you just feel bad about yourself, right? Because you look at all these lists that you haven't completed. And you still don't know where to start, even though you've listed out everything that's overwhelming you. Lists are a tricky, tricky bitch, you know, um, but I get it. Sometimes it just feels good to get your shit together with a list, right? So before I give you guys task one, do you relate? I've seen this chat blowing up, so I'm assuming, but tell me how you relate as you're hearing this. Every day I work in an office, mm -hmm. feel behind on everything, too much to do. It feels overwhelming. Yeah, it's like, why even start if it's never going to catch up? You know, definitely relate. And it's even harder now with the business because unless I have a meeting, I technically don't have to do this right now. I still struggle with that. Oh, my God. Especially while trying to, <laughs> I have, you guys are going to see all the updates this week, but we're launching the planters, like the furniture line that we're doing. Um, I'm making a cake that's way more extravagant that was even asked of me for my niece's first birthday. Duh. 
you know, childless and I know how to make cakes. Of course, it's going to be an extra cake, but um, I'm doing all that at the same time. And I was sick too. <laughs> so balancing that whole, like, what's an okay amount of rest? How can I be productive while sitting kind of thing? I've been doing this for years and I still get hung up on that. It's just a evolution of having to go through a new day in life with new challenges and still having the same brain that wants to booby trap me, you know? So I get it. No one will get perfect at this, unfortunately, me neither, but I hope this helps you feel better. Right. So <clears throat> I literally have more time now than I've had since I graduated college and I accomplished less than ever. Exactly. Exactly. Or how many times you guys can probably relate to this. How many times do you feel like you've worked your ass off all day? And at the end of the day, you have like nothing to show for it. You're like, what did I actually do? Like, did I finish anything? And that bogs you down because it just feels like you're on a crazy train all the time. This sounds so much like me. Oh, well, I'm glad we can commiserate, right? <laughs> My list for work has some of uh, the same things for days on end, not because I don't have the time to complete them the first day. Right. Um, you mean, sorry, you mean as part of your job duties, it's the same thing every day. That's different. That's, that's when you have that, that helps because it keeps you on a structure more. But then do you ever notice this will pop up with like off topic kind of things or not off topic, unexpected, unexpected additional tasks that come your way. Now throwing those in the mix can be a, a balance of like, do I keep doing what I always do? How do I now jump in and add this whole new task and make sure this is completed well? You know, that adds a whole layer of stress. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, definitely. Sometimes, like sometimes it's good. You know, I, at the bare minimum, I have to do this, this, and this, but on the days where you have extra, it can get, it can be chaos. So I feel, I feel like for feeling like I have accomplished nothing after working all day, making a list at the end of the day helps to put into perspective that I was actually productive. So the lists don't help motivate me, but they help soothe me at the end for validation. Oh, di totally different opportunity for a list. And I think that's a great idea. I think it's the doing the list in the beginning when it's you're having a hard time getting started with anything. That's when a list can just become, you know, a cleverly disguised time suck at that point. Um, and then it just makes you feel like, ah, once you actually get into the list, because the execution part of it is still there, that's still the struggle, you know, but I, I agree totally. I love making a list at the end of the day, kind of like reconciling what came in, what has to go out, you know, or vice versa. So task one, task one, you guys have heard me talk about eat the frog. If you've been in here for a bit, um, if not text me about eat the frog, uh, there's a couple of zooms I've done on it that I can direct you to and walk you through it. But for the sake of time, eat the frog. I usually teach that in terms of what you're going to put off to the end. Like your frog quote unquote, you have to eat is the thing you're dreading. You want to eat that first. But when you're in a get started paralysis, I suggest going for the simplest thing to cross off your list, like the most minuscule thing you can think of. And I recommend keeping your frog list to like trim it down. Don't be, uh, you know, overzealous and being like, I'm going to put 75 things on this list as need to do today. It's just going to stress you out. Put the bare minimum on that list that needs to get done. Look at the one thing that's the simplest, fastest no sweat kind of task to complete and start with that on those days because you're not trying to like 
you, it's a harder day to grit and bear it and push through, right? If you're in that paralysis state, the whole idea behind not making a list would make, would be the reason why eat the frog would be annoying at that time. But if you look at your frog, instead of being the thing you're dreading, which is the whole reason you're in paralysis probably, and you look at it as what's the fastest, then that becomes like, oh my God, I just want to get to salvation as quick as possible. And then you do it and it's the fastest, easiest thing on your list. And you get that dopamine dose of, okay, cross that off the list. It's kind of, it's like, tricking your brain in that moment in that paralysis state rather than trying to push it past its comfort zone which will we all know when you're in that paralysis it ain't gonna happen okay so that would be task one would be this week if that's the task that you want to try out for the week then do your eat the frog and again text me if you don't know about this right do your eat the frog but start with the fastest simplest task uh, like frog quote unquote okay oh. So <clears throat> something big I see that can be a really big roadblock is cart before the horse syndrome. I definitely, this is a big reason for my paralysis because I am a dreamer, right? And I'm also a Capricorn. So everything can become a business. Everything can become an opportunity to grow. Everything can become a new project, even without the ADHD part. You factor that in and cart before the horse syndrome where I'm thinking of, these big ideas and, uh, and then getting bogged down and pa um, paralyzed by the whole like steps to get there. That is the name of the game. That's the whole reason I hired a business coach in the beginning is because I knew I have great ideas. It's the cart before the horse. I am always trying to jump ahead and get overwhelmed by that, the overall thing, before being able to get into the nitty gritty to get to that point. Who relates to that? Who feels like their paralysis can be kicked off by that a lot of times is like they want to do something huge, but just the idea of what needs to happen to get there becomes so massive that it's like, I'm just going to sit here. <clears throat> that chat better be popping off too, because if you put that into perspective with health, how many times have you guys done that? You've gotten into a, a, a big like research rabbit hole. You have all these big plans. You have this big goal. I want to do this big diet. I want to try to go to this freaking doctor. I want to do this lifestyle change, you know? And then the idea of the end result being so, it becomes impossible because getting there, it's like, how, where do I start? My biggest issues probably. Yep. This is my life. I feel you want to do big things, but breaking it down on where to start is hard and terrifying, right? Like you don't want to be halfway into something and realize it's impossible either. I lost, I get lost in thought over the best way to start. Yeah. Or even like the potential of like, if I start this way, then it'll be a much better outcome. But it, you know, so trying to figure out like the best way to start, it's not even the best way for us. It's, we're focusing on the best outcome and that's why we get stuck because we're not thinking of what's the best process for me and how I work. Totally. I have so many huge ideas, but it's so overwhelming and I end up doing it for like a day. And that's why, you know, I, I swear to God, I saw this joke, this meme and I don't remember the, like, I'm going to, it's not going to be funny because I don't remember what it actually said, but the gist of it was that 
if you have ADHD, how many LLCs you got? <laughs> because that's, if something can be like, oh my God, I love doing this. I'm so into this. I could make this huge. And then a week later, when it comes time for the probably like two years of grunt work that it's going to take, it's like, oh, part of our, you know, we have a lot of talents. Why? We have a lot of interests. <laughs> so my ADHD eat the frog list items look so much like my plan of mediocrity, literally eat, shower, hydrate, respond to messages. I love that. I would break that down even more into actions. I know it's going to sound really silly to be like, oh my God, I'm an adult. What the hell? I need to write out if I have to like go get something out of the refrigerator and put it in the microwave or why am I'm an adult? Why do I have to put, um, get towels for the shower? But it doesn't matter because no one else is seeing this and grading it. So the more you can break it down into like as digestible steps as possible, the easier you'll get that dopamine rush when it's crossed off. It's literally just a kickoff to the first step. Like the first step is the kickoff to it happening. Um, literally just paid off an online school that I never completed. Yep. Oh my God. You know how many websites I've paid for per month? I don't even remember making. Oh my God. I was paying for like a year after I stopped even looking at it. Yeah. I've done that. You know, subscriptions, like at the end of the year, Nick does our taxes, like he our accountants do our taxes, but he prepares all of our books and everything. He runs all the back end stuff. And there's so many times he's like, what is this service you're paying for? And I'm like, I don't know. And it's like a $4.99 a month, like text widget thing, you know, that I was like, oh, we should do this. And then forgot about it entirely. Fun times, you know, if, if letting your produce rot isn't fun enough, you can make websites you forget about. So anyway, let's keep going. So cart before the horse syndrome is, you know, I think the biggest thing for that is to not overanalyze and wait. Because what I wrote here was, we either freeze completely or we justify doing something completely different. And even if that thing we're doing is important as well, it's not always as time sensitive as the other tasks we're pushing off. And that's how us trying to still be productive and not let the day go to waste, but we're still not listening to our own plan and our own priorities that way. So, you know, um, if you push it off until the very last minute by doing this and then say, I work better under pressure. How many of you have said that before? I work better under pressure. Oh my God, I used to say that shit all the time. Um, and that's just because we have no option at that point. Like it's literally like, it's, it's like somebody sitting there and being like, do this now, you know? And that's the closest thing we're gonna get to somebody doing that. So it's, I work better under pressure. No, you just get it done under pressure. You work frazzled, harried and killing yourself and draining your adrenals and you know hurting your sleep and recovering for a week after when you do it that way. Now, I know there are some people with whatever I say that do well with the stuff I say. I don't want anyone to be like, I guess I'm shit hearing this. But I bet if you really thought about it on your own, when the next time that happens, when it comes along and you're like, is this energy or is this adrenaline? I think you might be surprised to find, wow, I'm running on adrenaline. I'll be damned, you know, more times than not, if you're pushing it off into the last minute and if you've been dreading it the whole time. So let me read these comments. 
this was messed up because I had to pay it off. Like I signed up for a few for a new life and just dipped when it got boring. I've definitely done that with coaches and it's an expensive mistake to make for sure. ADHD, man. <laughs> um, I work better under pressure is the only way I got through college. Absolutely. Because everything felt clearer when there wasn't this huge window of time, which we always want more time. No, we don't want more time. More time would make us more overwhelmed and paralyzed. What we want is to be effective with the time we have. So we feel productive and not like there's not enough time. That's really why we feel there's not enough. It's not enough of, of us, you know? Um, so when this happens, I want, you to, I want you to play something called find the bottleneck. I want you to think of anything you can do, any minuscule little task pertaining to that goal, that task, whatever. I want you to find and break it down into the most minuscule little tidbits. Break that all down and do that until you find your bottleneck, because there will be like, I can't proceed with this until I talk to this person at work, or I can't finish this until that. That happens, right? You're going to do this only until you find your first bottleneck. Then you're going to look at what you figured out as you're leading up to your first bottleneck, and you're going to say, what's the easiest out of this? And that's what you start with. You just get something done. It doesn't matter if you should do it that way. No, no, no. Just tell yourself your brain's fucking with you and just do it one little thing and watch how much clearer the path becomes. That's the power of dopamine. It's not our fault. So an example of what happens when, um, oh wait, I put this in the wrong part of my notes. Oh, well. I wrote another spiral here. I was supposed to have written something to preface it, but I think this, this is something that you guys can relate to, right? Tell me if this is a familiar spiral. We're gonna use the example of being at a job you hate and wanting to find a new one, okay? But being at a secure job in the meantime. This is a very common thing I hear from clients. I need a new job, okay, all right. But my resume isn't updated. Well, what jobs are even out there? What should I make my resume like? Am I up to date enough? Should I have a LinkedIn? I wish I could do what I wanted for work. What would I even do? But I have bills to pay. Oh my God, I have bills to pay. Oh, but all right. Well, I just have this work project right now that I got to get to. Like, I'll do this and then I'll focus on the resume this weekend when I, I have some more time. And then you jump right back into good old reliable. Even if good old reliable isn't what you want to keep doing, even if it's not time sensitive, that becomes more pertinent than ultimately the spiral about finding a new job. I guess it does apply, huh? <laughs> but you know, tell me, have you guys ever experienced something like that? There's something you want, but even though what you currently have is not suiting you as well as you would want, it's still, it's there already. It's in place. Why, why, why rock the proverbial boat, right? So it just gets backburnered because there's 75 steps you got to do before you can even look for a job, right? So guess what gets pushed off? The job hunt. And you get stuck, the job that you feel like you want to leave. That's not serving you as well as it could be. I see that very commonly, especially with people who have been at companies for a long time. A lot of my clients, I always say, 
leaving bad relationships and getting new jobs are some of my favorite results my clients get because it shows a lot of growth. It shows a lot of self-worth, stepping out of your comfort zone, you know? So a lot of my clients experience this paralysis because they're starting to recognize that they want more. And there's that practical fear of, but if I go after what I want, what if everything goes to shit? So it becomes so huge that you just stay where you are because it's, it's already spelled out for you. Why, 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 uh, what's it called? If it ain't broke, why fix it? Right. Let me, for the sake of time, I want to read these comments, but let me get through this and then I'll go back and read. So an example would be if you wanted to sit and think about like finding your bottleneck, right. For that last task, an example would be just open your notepad and your phone and list out all your work experience. Rather than spiraling, it's all got to get done anyway. What's the point of waiting for some never going to happen appointment that you're making with yourself for this weekend? Just go in your notepad while you're sitting there spiraling and list out your job experience. Because it's the little stupid things like that that make us think we need three hours to sit down and hone in our resume. And we haven't even thought of a resume in three years, right? Instead, don't make it the huge task. Break it down into, well what even is my work experience? What are the dates? I don't even remember. Okay. And just put your information into a little thing in your notepad. I swear, even that alone will get that momentum and that dopamine going the way you want. And it'll still feel like you're working towards it. Even if you took five minutes to do that, it's not about the time. So, okay. So task three, last one I got for you guys, the blurred out and the brain dump. Sometimes this strategizing goes out the fucking window, right? Ain't nobody got the the threshold for that. And that's okay. When that happens, you want to think of just purging it from your brain. Because if you can get it out of your brain and onto something, and I don't mean a list, I'll explain. But if you can get that tornado out of your head and onto paper or into your phone, paper preferred, um, then it calms down. It becomes more tangible. It becomes a game plan a roadmap and not just water on the motherboard in your head. Okay. So when you're thinking, when you're in that, that like spiral and you're about to have a meltdown, which happens, it's definitely a big part of neurodivergency as well. Um, you want to stop and either brain dump, not what you have to do for that task, everything like a download, whatever's floating through your head and driving you crazy, put it on paper, put it on something. And then that's it. You will feel once you take a deep breath after you do that, you've purged it all out onto paper. It doesn't have to make sense. Doesn't have to be in a straight line, can be all over the page. You make the rules here, right? Things will clarify. If that is so overwhelming, because I don't know about you, but I've gone to the point many times where I'm trying to think of what's overwhelming me and I get pissed off because I can't even form a sentence to explain it. I don't even know where to start to explain it, right? When that happens, I want you to try blurting it. Blurt out any word associated with what is stressing you. It could be the color. It could be like, you know, the color orange. It could be um, the weather. Like, it doesn't matter. Obviously, it might not be the first thing you blurt out might not be really what's up. But it's more about just kind of loosening up to, like, let your brain flow freely and just kind of begin that process. Once you blurt out that first stressful term, it'll get easier to elaborate on what's stressing you and then you can brain dump. But, you know, I think 
this requires you to accept that you will have moments where you just spaz out and you just kind of need a recalibration. There's shame with that, but there shouldn't be. We can't help it any more than an asthmatic or a diabetic or whatever can help it, you know? Like, so if you're at that point, if you feel that short circuiting happening, blurting it out, brain dumping it out, don't make it about rhyme or reason, just give yourself that release. It sounds silly, but it, it makes a huge difference. Um, we can't cure being ourselves, right? Big emotions around this area, like I said before, are always gonna happen at different times. Every day we're going to experience something new and we're going to learn how our neurodivergent brain or our overwhelmed brain will handle it. Sometimes it'll be what we're prepared for. Sometimes it'll have to be a lesson. But at the end of the day, you're not, you're not, I don't want you guys to try to cure yourself of anything. That is something that sets us up for such a disappointment. And it sets the precedent that we're something broken that has to be fixed or we're something that isn't worth as much unless we are cured. And I, I mean, what the fuck is cured when we have so many things who make us who we are? Why does it have to be something we're rid of? You know, it does come with its difficulties. I'm not trying to make light of that, but we deserve to work with ourselves and work with our ways of doing things. We deserve that a whole lot more than feeling absolutely stuck and at a dead end. Am I freezing? I think I'm glitching on my end. So last thing I have before checking the comments out is remember, whenever you're trying something that doesn't come natural to you and you need to exert, exert that effort, I want you to think of it as um, an investment. Everybody hates investing at the time in which they're investing because you're giving more than you're getting. You're hoping it's going to pan out. You don't know. You're, you know, you have to let go of something and hope that it comes back tenfold, whatever. But everyone loves the fact that they did invest when it pays off. <laughs> so like, like a shitty, shitty trip to a beautiful Island vacation, right? So think of everything new you're learning with this and how weird our brains are and how we're trying to now learn how to work with it. Sometimes it might feel like what's the use. But then remind yourself what the investment will be. Because wouldn't it be great if you can spend a little bit fretting about it now to not have to fret about this stuff every single day, one day? That would be worth it. At least to me, right? Um, and you're all luckily in a community where we don't expect anyone to be perfect and you have an unlimited amount of mess ups you can do and you're still loved. So, you know, utilize that. Okay, let me scroll up and catch up here. Actually, I'm doing good on time. Holy shit. Okay. We might actually cook this damn meal after a week of being put off. So, okay. I paid for so many online courses that I never actually took. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, honestly, um, it, the marketing is just flawless, right? It's like, who wrote this? Did someone with ADHD write this and know exactly how to appeal to me? Because how did I just buy this shit and forget about it in five hours flat? Like, that's pretty remarkable. So it takes me forever to get my own writing started. But once I get one sentence, I end up doing it for hours. Yeah, same thing with like cleaning sprees that pop up. You start with like, you know, anxiously arranging a drawer. And before you know it, you're pulling shit out of cabinets and stuff like that. It's the momentum, dopamine momentum. 
I have to do so many things that I'd rather just graduate before I apply because I have more time to think, map it all out. You know, I, I agree. I think we have a lot more time than we think. And that's another struggle with ADHD is the urgency, the timing. You have to get all done now. I avoided getting a new job forever because I needed to make a LinkedIn. I feel that, but I thought I should get a professional headshots to make a LinkedIn, but I need to save up money for headshots. Exactly. Exactly. Where maybe, you know, like in that situation, I would probably be like, Google, how can I get the nicest headshot photo on my iPhone, <laughs> you know, or like on my phone? Um, because it's, it's better than nothing. It's better than that feeling of something looming. We feel, we actually feel great when we get shit done. Don't you guys? I feel like we enjoy it more than neurotypical people because we understand how hard it is to actually do that. So baby steps apply across the board, not just with health. We'd have to even allow ourselves to admit we're overwhelmed. Bingo. There's nothing wrong with that. Accepting that our brains operate this way and it's our goal to work with it and maximize it rather than think of it as a deficit. That's the key. Sometimes I talk to myself to figure out what the fuck I have in my thoughts because it's so hard to make sense of it. I just pace around the house or talk to myself while I do dishes. Yeah, you could even like, if you want, you can, um, instead of doing your brain dump by writing it out, you can do that by just pressing talk to text. It doesn't even make sense when you want it to, right? So who cares? Just let it fly. Talk to your phone and, you know, same thing. Talking to yourself. It's just getting that kind of like recalibration. So... For notes, task two. Yes, task two is find your bottleneck. So look at the overall and you're trying to find like, okay, if I were to get started, what are any tasks associated with this that I that are within my power to do right now? I'm not waiting to hear back from anyone. I don't need anything to do this. It is literally like boom, boom, boom until you get to that bottleneck, like list it out until you find a spot where like, I don't know what I do at that point and then stop. Don't try to figure it out. Just look at the list you've compiled with things that are within your power to begin. Does that make more sense? Um, and I can write out these tasks too. I can comment them um, tomorrow when the recording's posted. I can comment it on the Facebook too. Oh my God, the high from accomplishing my daily to-do list. Truly, right? I mean, it's like, um, and I'm not perfect either. You know how many times like I can start and maintain routines in a lot of things. It's extremely easy for me to fall off of them. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm preaching to the choir here, right? But for me, it's like, I will forget to do my eat the frog. Like I'll do it great. I'll do it every morning. I need to start my day with it for like two months in a row. And then I just like get an ego where I'm like, I just get started that day. I'm like, I got it. And then within a week, I'm like walking around lost. And I'm like, oh, right. I should plan this out when I start my day. I shouldn't just wake up and go off to the races. I still have ADHD, go figure, you know? Um, but being able to have my frog list pretty much means I'm going to complete my to-do list. Now I know that in my head. So I get excited and motivated even by just writing down the frog list, knowing that I'm going to experience that, like, oh, I'm done feeling, you know, rather than like, oh, I'm a shithead. I didn't do anything. It helps <laughs> in the long run. So I'm going to go get ready to cook some food. I am so pumped for that. I'm very nervous just admitting that to you guys. So if you do want to head over to Pudge Page and offer up some support, that would be fantastic. But I hope this helped. 
it's a lot to cram in to uh, a one Zoom, but I hope at the very least this could be a good catalyst for some conversation with me, with your coach, you know, and explore this further. But you're all amazing and you're all doing the best you can. I know it and love you. So enjoy your night. Bye.